This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, November 29th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. When will they ever learn? Chase Cook from the Capitol is reporting that former Fire Chief Roger Simmons has been removed from Stuart Pittman's transition committee based on, wait for it, Facebook posts. Apparently, Simmons' Facebook page had posts directly targeting Muslims, their religion, and included one that called it offensive when Muslims wore American flag hijabs and Muslims killing people yet still being allowed into the country. Some of these were posted as recently as last Saturday night. Pittman has not announced the replacement for Simmons on the committee. Simmons was also considered to be in contention for resuming his role as the fire chief, but apparently that looks like that's a non-starter now at this point. Hey, Annapolis is doing something pretty cool on Saturday from noon to three at the American Legion on Forest Drive. They're launching the Naptown Anti-Dope Movement. And MENT instead of M-E-N-T is M-E-A-N-T. I'm not quite sure why. Um, But it's going to be a community engagement session. And the whole focus of the program is to bring together resources, professionals, and community members to help stop addiction and overdoses. And this stems from the nine fatal overdoses that the city saw in 2018 so far. And strangely enough, seven of them are of African-American males over the age of 45. The events also include local experts and resources, including mental health providers, expungement professionals, crisis response team members, workforce development representatives, and much more. You can find out more information over at ionanapolis.net. It's one of the top stories that we have there. And there is a link on that article, too, where you can take the opioid-free Annapolis pledge. So you can just click on through there and pledge to live an opioid-free life here in Annapolis. We also have a video of Mayor Buckley taking that pledge as well. Sliding up into Baltimore, Channel 11 News I-Team has scoped out some details on the new police commissioner, Joel Fitzgerald. Now, Mayor Catherine Pugh has been kind of secretive with his background, and she has not shared any of the information about him with members of the city council, only saying that it will be, quote, soon be shared, unquote. Now, Fitzgerald is a police chief three times over, and I guess he's hoping the fourth time will be a charm here in Baltimore City. And during his tenure with the Philadelphia Police Department, where he had most of his experience, but he was not chief there, um, he and other officers were accused of illegal arresting a woman and her husband after they executed a search warrant on their home in Germantown. Once inside the house, the couple alleged that the police threatened their son, saying that if he didn't give them information on the shooting, that they would arrest his parents. The couple were arrested and charged with drug violations. However, the charges were later dropped. The couple did file a lawsuit against the police department and the officers. That lawsuit was dismissed by a judge saying that Fitzgerald and the other officers had probable cause to make the arrest. Shortly after that case was dismissed, Fitzgerald was transferred to a federal drug task force. So there are some questions surrounding the new commissioner of police in Baltimore City. And if history is any indication, I don't think this is going to end too well either. That's just my guess at this point. If anybody's been around Annapolis for a long time, you know the name Mike Myron. He spent the last 25 years of his life collecting over 200 interviews of Eastport locals. And upon his death, his collection was donated to the Annapolis Maritime Museum. 
Museum. Now, the Annapolis Maritime Museum is seeking help in effort to continue to preserve those local memories and add to them. Mike's recordings focused heavily on the stories of local boat builders, and now the museum and their new oral history project is looking to more fully preserve his contributions while adding to it with interviews that focus on the area's broader maritime history as being conducted by the museum volunteers. According to curator and museum manager Caitlin Swaim, by capturing the voices of our community and sharing them with the world, the museum is making significant contribution to preserving the heritage of Eastport, Annapolis, and the Chesapeake Bay. That sounds like a fantastic project. You can actually see what they've got going already at amaritime.org and go on into their research portal. But anybody that might be interested in volunteering to help with these interviews, send Caitlin an email and her address is museum at amaritime.org. And I do encourage everybody to do that. And in the Where the Hell Did the Time Go column, 20 years ago, Galway Bay opened its doors here in Annapolis on Maryland Avenue. It was one of the first Irish pubs in town, and they've quickly become a valued member of the business and local community. They built a reputation for good, authentic Irish food, great hospitality, and actually a very, very good place to work. Most of their people have been with them for years and years and years. They are going to mark the anniversary in the spring when it gets a little bit less busy, but During the actual anniversary week, which is starting on December 9th, they've got a whole bunch of really cool things. Sunday, December 9th, which is the day after the Army-Navy game and the Lights Parade in Eastport, the Annapolis Irish Rowing Club will be rowing a Irish Curragh, and I don't know whether I pronounced that right or not because I'm not Irish, from Cambridge, Maryland on the Eastern Shore to Annapolis with a special 20th anniversary beer specially brewed for Galway Bay from RAR Brewing, which is their longtime partner. On Tuesday, December 11th, as it is every Tuesday, they have their pub quiz, but this is a special 20th anniversary pub quiz, and it's going to be centered on the history of Galway Bay, the pub, not the place in Ireland. Ever since they started this quiz game, they have donated more than $213,000 to local charities. And how that works is that everybody chips in some money to play, and at the end of the night, the money that is contributed goes to the winner's charity of choice. So that's a pretty cool way to do some good in the community there. On Tuesday the 11th, Galway Bay, will match the money raised by the contestants for that night. So it'll be double the amount of money to be able to go to the winner's charity of choice. Entertainment kicks in a little bit later on in the week. Wednesday the 12th, you've got Peter Bryson Trad Band. They're going to bring in Irish dancing. That'll be a lot of fun. Friday and Saturday evening, Ray Weaver is coming back from Denmark. He's been a longtime house entertainer. He'll be performing at the bar, and there will be free Irish whiskey tastings as well. Saturday the 15th is the beer launch from RAR Brewing at 10 a.m. at the bar, so you want to make sure that you're there early because it's not a whole lot of beer, and it probably will go pretty quick. You can find more details at Galway Bay md.com but congratulations to anthony congratulations to michael and congratulations to everybody at galway bay for 20 years of serving annapolis hey that is about it for the top news today please make sure you're checking out ionannapolis.net throughout the day for updated stories because we do update them throughout the day make sure you're recommending us to your friends and colleagues because we really appreciate it because it is thursday we've got trevor standing by with your annapolis maker minutes and of course george young with your local dmv weather forecast all of that is coming up right now there is a diamond of diamonds and as you'd expect it's from the de beers group benefiting from over 130 years of diamond expertise only 14 diamond tears in the world are allowed to touch them its name forevermark and only one jeweler between annapolis and washington has it zachary's 
Not only is it a beautiful and rare diamond, it's a diamond with a story of responsible sourcing, supporting women and girls in diamond-producing areas around the world through education, healthcare, professional training, and other programs. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you're not just giving, you're giving back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, November 29th. Another fairly cold start out there today with temps mid or upper 20s to mid 30s across Anne Arundel County. And it'll stay fairly chilly again today with highs only in the 40 to 45 degree range, though the winds we've seen the past two days will finally settle down. More clouds than not tomorrow with a small chance of some very light rain showers to close out the month of November. Then more of a chance of rain on Saturday, which at this point looks like more of a p.m. thing than anything, and maybe even more of a late p.m. into early Sunday a.m. rain event that will almost definitely be much lighter than last Saturday's downpours. But much like last weekend, skies should clear a bit on Sunday, and temps will warm up as the flow of air will come from a warmer, southerly direction, helping temps warm into the 60s, possibly jumping as high as 65 to 70 before more rain early next week and a return of temps to the 40s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and enjoy the cool but not so windy conditions. And be sure to download our free app by searching for DC MDVA Weather from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store or follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention. To the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas. To the EMT working full-time and taking night classes. To the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe. Here's to you, our hometown heroes. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman and president of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us. Men and women who serve without expecting anything in return which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, healthcare workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SeverinBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. And just like that, Thanksgiving is over and the holidays are upon us. And it means tons of holiday light displays and craft festivals. Up in the Hamden area of Baltimore, now through the end of December, is the Miracle on 34th Street, an annual tradition. Everyone on the street go all out for the holidays, and it's quite a spectacle. Also now through January 1st is the Winter Festival of Lights at Watkins Park in Upper Marlboro. It's a drive through holiday light show featuring a 54-foot musical tree. 
once again our own local Lights on the Bay at Sandy Point State Park is going on. It benefits the Anne Arundel County SPCA, which is a great cause. And they have various themed and sponsored nights, including tomorrow night, which is Squizzito Night, Saturday is Spoiled Rotten Dogs Night, and Sunday is Grawls Night. Starting this Saturday and running through the 22nd of December, on Friday and Saturday nights will be the Holiday Candlelight Strolls in Annapolis. Stroll through Annapolis with a colonial guide and learn about holiday traditions. Include the tour of the historic Hammond Harwood House. Sunday from noon to 5 in Annapolis is the 4th Annual Chocolate Binge Festival. They'll feature local chocolate vendors, family-friendly entertainment, hot cocoa with the local police officers, holiday shopping at galleries and shops in the Annapolis Arts District, and the lighting of the West Street Holiday Light Canopy. This week at Art Farm in Annapolis, tomorrow is a Friday Make It Night, making woven mini holiday tapestries, presented by Art Farm in Grape Blue Fiber. You'll create your own unique mini weaving, which will glitter on your tree. Jenny from Grape Blue Fiber will teach you how to weave with fibers, ribbons, and dazzling accoutrement on a frame loom. Also at Art Farm on Sunday during the Chocolate Binge Festival, they'll have a silk scarf marbling class. Stop in and marble a silk scarf or two. Great for the holidays. Each scarf will take about 15 to 20 minutes, and you can leave it to dry while you walk around the festival. First come, first serve. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, on Monday in Deal, is their Hour of Code. Technology is great, but creating programs to make it work is even better. Learn computer coding through fun games and challenges for elementary and middle school students. And Wednesday at the Crofton Library is our holiday 3D print design. Learn how to use Cookie Caster, a free online program to create your own original cookie cutter. Cookie cutters will be printed for you and available for pickup within a week of the class. Also this week at the Annapolis Neck Library is STEM Challenge Thursdays. And at the Glen Burnie Library is Maker Mondays. And if you have a programming project you wanted to work on and just haven't made the time, or just wanted to flex your creative muscle by sitting down and programming something out of the blue, this Saturday, Unallocated Space in Severn is having a hackathon. Join Unallocated Space for 24 hours of building and coding. No specific theme for this hackathon. Just hang out and work on a project you've been meaning to make time for, for or come up with something on the spot. Half the fun is seeing what people come up with. This week at the Pongo's Learning Lab and Coder's Kids Club in Crofton, tonight they have their Robotics Club, Tomorrow night is Friday Night Gamer Club. Monday is their Hour of Code 2018 for the Computer Science Education Week. And Tuesday night is their Coder Kids Club. At Annapolis Makerspace this week, next Tuesday we have our monthly Fusion 360 3D Design Workshop with Russ. And just like every week, Mondays are great for woodworking. And Thursdays are our Electronics Night. And if you're looking for gifts for makers in your life, let us know. Or you can head over to makeannapolis.org store and check out some of our recommendations. We're also always happy to accept donations, either in person, through the donate button on our Facebook page, or through PayPal at paypal.me slash makeannapolis. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor for Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.